Cousin Internet. It's me, Cousin Todd, with Mama's Comedy Show. And with me is Cousin Ali. Uh, hey! Oh, he's jerk- you're jerking off, Ali. Not anymore. I know, but you just started, too. <laughs> I'm quick, like a bunny. <laughs> uh, that's, that's good. To, <laughs> I mean, you think that, like, if you look at the nature of sex, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, this is a, an honest-to-goodness um, truth about our our biological um, sexual organs. Ooh, okay. Do you know why humans have a mushroom-shaped head on... I think I do. It's It acts like a plunger. Yep. And it's because when the females are in heat, the men basically are trying to pull out the previous guy's jisms mm-hmm. <laughs> before you, depositing his own. Which you can see that live... On Pornhub, is that a uh, is that an educational website? It is. It is. Um, yeah, if you do so, want to learn more about the actual sexual organs, go to lemonparty.org. <laughs> uh, it's, it really explains all the stuff. Um, but like you, you know, if you were like, don't don't you in that case biologically want to be the quicker one? Yeah, you because get you're, in there. you're gonna get yeah you're gonna get uh, torn off by the next guy in line. You mm-hmm. know, so you want to get in and get out. Yeah, it's kind of like the way I look at it. It's um, like my swimmers are good because I'm Mexican yeah, and right. that's how we get here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like little swimmers. Arriba. Um, so why I look at it is like the mushroom cap is DeSantis. Right. Trying to pull out the immigrants. Pull out. the Yeah. Yep. See that? See that? And pulling out is something I just refuse to do. Hell yeah, dude. Spray and pray. Spray and pray. Um, oh, by the way. Yes. I think I, I sent you a text message, but last week's podcast was really making me laugh. Like I was listening to it and I mainly listened to it like to, to hear like, oh, how was the audio? Did yeah. any, anything like really screw up? And no, but I was, I was driving. I was laughing <laughs> at Ed and his pee pee and poo poo stuff. Um, oh, Ed. Yeah. You can hear him in the next room. He's doing the show here. Yeah. Um, so how was your week? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I actually had something. Last night, I stopped at the, uh, the Fringe Festival. It was opening night for Fringe, yep. and I taught my class, and it was it was at SAC, so I'm downtown. So I was like, you know what? Let me go stop by Fringe, Right. see who's out and about, and then I'm going to go to go to this open mic not, not that far from there. Yeah. I got there. Not a lot of people were there. Um, Tim Williams' show um, was going on, and that's who I wanted. I wanted to try and make it right because it started at 920, but I, I just I didn't get there in time. Um so I was honestly, I was just going to have a drink and then I was going to, you know, just go to that open mic. And, and so right. I'm there and I ran into two people that worked the festival. Yeah. And uh, Scott Browning and um, and Melissa. So Fritzinger and said, hey, and I grabbed a drink and I'm like, ah, I don't see anybody. So then I ran into a couple of people, Chris Berry, Francisco, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and then more and more people came out and I spoke to someone. Oh. Uh I spoke to someone, two people last night that could really help me out in the future. Yeah. Is something popping? No, on? no. It was just your microphone just all of a sudden like started to go low. Oh, wow. Um, so one person wanted to use me as a, as a teacher mm-hmm. um, for a future endeavor, possibly. Um, more like a school another school. But, oh, right. Yeah, for comedy stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm down. And they're like, we, you know, we could do it during the week. We could, you know, it'll be a kind of like a, a, an actual educational thing. Right. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm I'm down. 
And then somebody, um, somebody else talked to me and there is a, I don't, I don't want to say anything. So I'm going to be vague about it. Right. But there's a nice size, you know, theater, uh, in Orlando and some big name acts show up to do stand up. Well, this person books like the openers if they want a local opener. Right. And they were, I hadn't talked to them in a while and they're like, you know, that's what I do, Ali. That's, we get a lot of, you know, big name acts and they're looking. I said, yeah, I know. I said, I know Ross Padgett got to perform there. I know Mike Hurley, he opened for Fortune Feimster and now he's doing some shows with her. And, um, she goes, let me, let me, let me look at the next schedule. Let me see if anybody needs, because if there's a good fit, we'll give them, you know, your info and right. your your clips, and maybe you can come out and perform here. And I was like, man, if I can get connected with someone who's touring, right? I mean, even, I, yes, I'll be featuring, but I featuring is a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, you tighten down your set, you do your best, you know, twenty five minutes and get it going. But if it's somebody that's doing theaters or you know, like Hard Rock Lives and things like that, that's good money. Yeah. So I'm fingers crossed. Yeah, good luck. That'd be great. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I was at a fringe on uh, Wednesday night for opening night. Uh, I don't have a lot of time like like we used to back in the day Mm -hmm. when you know we would live at the Fringe Festival for a week. Um, But I went. uh, I had a friend doing a circus show, Mm -hmm. so I went and saw that, and then I saw uh, Jason, cousin Jason Montilla. Yeah, how was that? Montilla. Montilla. Uh, I saw his show. It was really good. You know what? I will say this about his show. Uh, it was probably the fringiest cool. of the fringe because it's you put on wireless headphones that they provide for you. Okay, and so we're all going to get COVID. Yep, probably. I th- I'm pretty sure they wipe them down, but that's also why I went to the first show because I was like, I'm not going after you, <laughs> getting everyone else's sloppy ear fucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they the performers are wearing microphones and they're performing around you, and it's outdoors. And it was only a 30 minute show, so like the heat wasn't terrible mm. and it was at nighttime and it was like a horror themed show so oh, cool yeah it's really really cool nice yeah because i want to go see that i'm um, probably going to take the offspring uh monday after school um go check it out and yeah. see who's out and about I and mean, if we can jump into a show we will but yeah. i want to i want to i want to show adriana the um the art because i walked in mm-hmm. um because my goal wasn't really to if i could make tim's show i was going to go to the show but if right. if not i was like no biggie i'll just look around i want to start collecting the little flyers and see Right. What's going on? But the art, man, the visual fringe, beautiful. There's some really good stuff in there. We're, we're, Mama's is doing a show. Are we? At the fringe. Yeah. Um, I'm actually trying to pull it up right now. Um, they asked us about two dates and it's one of those things where I, I like, I didn't really want to commit to two dates. Like in right. the past couple of years, we've just done one and that's been right. kind of fun. Um, let's see. We are. Uh, the final night of Fringe, the twenty eighth, which is a Sunday night, huh? Um, and it is what time? The show will be at eight thirty p.m. Sunday night. Uh, the twenty eighth. I may not be able to do that one. Like hell, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I think my I think my new semester of classes starts. On a Sunday? Yeah, my classes are always on Sunday. That's the Lord's Day. Yeah. The Lord is a comedian. Oh. Did I tell you my idea for a podcast? No. Um, uh, aside from this one, I thought, and this could get me killed, but I, <laughs> I thought it would be great to take the Bible, mm-hmm. all right, and 
you you summarize each section, you know, okay. like Genesis. You'll mm-hmm. you summarize Genesis first, and you you go through it, and then you say, "All right, let's break down where the story falls apart." Ah, and you're fixing plot holes, and you the the point is to go through the Bible with this kind of modern. Marvel Cinematic Universe eye or, or, you know, just our attention yeah. span today and go, all right, we're going to retool this for a new generation and make it make sense because there are a lot of plot holes and a lot of weird shit that happens mm-hmm. that you're like, that's, listen, come on, like I can only suspend my disbelief for so long. Right. But then I thought, then, then I would publish the new and improved Bible. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, doing it with a little bit of humor in mm-hmm. it, I mean, Parker and Jesus saved the world. I made Jesus the, I was kind of like, I, I have some really good reviews on it. I was really expecting a lot of the, like, Oh, you can't do this with Jesus. And, and, uh, you know, I had like ready in my back pocket. I had that. Well, everyone else is putting words into his mouth. I just felt felt like, you know, (laughs) but I made him in the book. I was like, he's going to be the one like true character, like the one honest character Mm -hmm. Who is, you know, the idea behind it? He is compassionate and loving, and and it's everything around him that's fucked up, right? Um, and you know, but then he's like fights like Goku and Dragon Ball Z, and, and he <laughs> shoots fireballs at people. But um, he's fucking Jesus. <laughs> that's something that I do. Uh, we should we should post that on the Mama's page. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Kung Fu Jesus. Yeah, or just if we still have some of the, uh, the some other stuff too. Um, I, I think we have don't come on my dick. I know yeah. we have that. Yeah. Uh, there are um, certain things that I'm like, I, I don't want to post because Ruben and Mike are doing pretty well in their <laughs> careers right now. And I don't, I think I posted a picture of, um, it was of Ruben flying with the umbrella. Oh and it my was, God. Oh, actually, it was the whole video of him doing oh the chim chim shiroo and flying away. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and I posted a still of Mike as Edwin Mallory. And he was like, oh, my God, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think um, so I, I, I want to see Shaky and the Bandit again. I, oh, yeah. I was talking about that the other day. I was like, well, to explain it to people who might. So not know. Shaky and the Bandit is a sketch that we did, uh, but we we shot it like an old school detective. Like 70s style. 70, yeah. 70s like chips and, you know, stuff like that. And uh, we had it was Shaky. Uh, who was a, a detective? Yeah. Uh, who had Parkinson's? Right. And then the bandit was a quadriplegic yeah. detective. Yeah. Yeah. In an electric wheelchair. In an electric wheelchair. So it's just, it's, <laughs> it's just those two as cops. It was, and Megan sounded like Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. Oh er, no. no, you're not uh, giving me a partner. <laughs> Listen, oh. you shaky bitch. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Wasn't there something when we were shooting that where that scene, what was it? Oh, there it was... took forever because we were trying to pull Michelle's wheelchair and it kept right. hitting the wall and she kept giggling because. Yeah. It... Yeah. God, I, I it just. It took forever. We were laughing so hard. I remember that. that like... And I remember the scene where the, uh, the two criminals, which was me. Mm-hmm. I was the quadriplegic criminal That's right. <laughs> who, who uh, was also the uh, high speed chase, the high-speed chase <laughs> um, where Shaky is trying to shoot us as we're making our getaway. Oh, my God. And then it just cuts to 
all of these dead people on the ground. She hit everyone except for us. And one of them was Brad's daughter at the time. Oh God, and it was just, right. There's a stroller tipped over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. oh. Yeah. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, who's in, like, Ruben's not in that one. Neither is Mike. I was like, we could probably post that one. Yeah. You, is, what do you think Megan would be? Uh, I mean, we did it live on, on stage. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. Yeah. I think it'd be all right. What's the worst that could happen? Happen, no. happen. Uh, what's she going to lose her job? Oh, oh yeah. So speaking of, yeah. uh, Disney announced yesterday yep. that the Star Cruiser experience is um, going bye-bye in September. September, yep. yeah. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I never got to do it. I, I neither. I was I was waiting. I was like, all right, when it gets down to like two years once it's established, yeah. I bet you they'll bring the prices down and they'll start doing all that stuff. So I was waiting. I was like, maybe or or at least give like, you know, friends and family. Right. A discount. Uh, yeah. Or, or if not a, hey, we're doing a two day trip just for friends and families. Right. You're allowed to bring two people. Right. You know, and per cast member or whatever. Was it five grand or six grand? For, six grand. Yeah. For two days. That's yeah. A, that's a lot. It is a lot. And um, I was I was one of those people when they first announced it where I said, listen, like it's probably worth it, but I'm not going to be able to do it. Yeah. Like I wasn't one of the people that was shitting on it going, yeah, good luck. You yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I will say, uh, my assistant and I went out to dinner with some people and I was sitting next to a guy that I had never met before. So we're mm-hmm. talking and, and he apparently worked in management of mm-hmm. the star cruiser. And he said to me, then he was like, they're probably going to bring the price down, you know, come fall. Yeah. Cause he, he said we need heads and beds. Yep. And, um, <clears throat> so I was, I was kind of hopeful that, like, Oh, maybe cause if it dropped down to three grand, I, yeah. I would still be like, man, that's expensive. But I, when else am I going to be able to do this? Exactly. And it's, and, and here's the argument that everyone was saying for a hotel, for a host, it's not a hotel. It's an experience. It's an experience. You're, you're paying that much for an experience. Right. Um, well, what about the theme parks? Well, don't go. Right. You're not you're not doing this to go to Hollywood Studios or go to you're doing this to be on this exact Star Cruiser yep. and experience what it's like and to get live to be in that completely universe. Completely surrounded by the story and the characters, which something that bothers me about uh Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. is so like like I I think Harry Potter is fine. I mm-hmm. think it's a good it's a good for for what it is, like I I totally understand the fandom. Mm-hmm. I'm not a diehard fan, but I get it. Yeah. And when I walk into the Harry Potter lands, I am immersed in the story that I have read. I have seen the movies. Mm-hmm. You you can walk into the park and you can experience everything that these characters did. And that is like fantasy fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And that was what I was expecting when I walked into Galaxy's Edge. And I right. went, wait, where are we? Batu, yeah. This planet has anyone mentioned this? And they were like, "Uh, no." But but like they have retroactively mentioned right. it in things. But I went, Luke Skywalker was never here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also when you because you have you been yeah. to the galaxy when you walk through like that tunnel, yeah, which is just like a boring ass tunnel. When we came out the other side, I was like, "Oh, we're in a desert." Yeah. Like, but then when you see the Millennium Falcon later, after you turn another couple corners, it that's impressive. That's what I should have seen yeah. as soon as I walked into the land. It was weird for me. I, I, what's funny is I, we were there and I was there with a diehard, you know, Star Wars uh, right. person, you know, um, and it 
I said they should have done something where it feels like you're going to a different park, right. where you're going somewhere new. It mm-hmm. does not seem like a theme park. And unfortunately, that whole tunnel does nothing. Right. Like, why didn't they have like misters where you can maybe have some some like yeah. that, you know, like maybe be able to project the uh, star like yeah. um, uh, hyperspace when they. Yeah. Just something cool like that that tells you you're going into a. Instead, land. you're just like walking into Jersey. Yeah. Um, exactly. There, there is something like when they announced Gal- uh, Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. there was a part of me that was really upset because 20 years ago, mm-hmm. I was doing a gig in, uh, we were in Mexico okay. and it was, we were having blue sky meetings with a cruise line because they wanted, they were doing a brand new ship that they wanted to be. This is the entertainment ship. So we we just had all week long, we had these blue sky meetings and we were on the ship basically taking like what its first voyage would be. Mm-hmm. And me and a, a friend of mine who was there on this job with me, we were spending a day in uh, Mexico and we were in the ocean and we were just talking about like things that we want to do. Nothing had to do with the cruise ship, but things mm-hmm. that we wanted to do. And uh, you'll, you'll know, it was Amanda and Ian. Oh, was, okay, yeah. <clears throat> um, so they're all robot people and they build these amazing robot costumes. And, and again, this like 20 years ago, we said, you know what we should do is we should do like, we were talking dinner shows. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and the idea is you buy your ticket and then you get on board a shuttle that's going to take you to a satellite over Earth. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so you get in, it was basically like a, like a rickety simulator, nothing super fancy, but you right. know, it just shakes you around a little bit. And, and then when the doors open up, the entire inside is this restaurant satellite mm-hmm. where you're surrounded by all of these windows. You can see earth, you can see right. the moon and, um, and you go on an adventure. It's, and it was like a dinner show. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the whole thing was like, let's just create this immersive experience, blah, 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 blah. And then when I saw the first images of Galaxy uh, or Star Cruiser, I was like, son of a bitch. Yep. Someone from Disney was hiding in the water <laughs> 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Um, and now they're going to come to me and go, uh, you owe us uh, yep. $500 million. <laughs> because, um, Yeah, it sucks. I, I, I hate to see all the people like, applauding it being done and laughing because yeah. they're not taking into consideration all the people that are going to be out of work. Right. You know, and it's insane. I'm like, well, that, nice. and that comes from their kind of anger at, I can't afford this and it's mm-hmm. not fair that I love star Wars. Why can't I do this? It's bullshit. Oh, it's closing. Ha ha. You should have let me in. Right. And what they should be saying is, Hey, maybe I should have made better choices. Right. And got better jobs so I could go do that. Right. I mean, even not, or or like what I did is I just went, eh, it's not for me. Yeah. Like, I would love to do it if the opportunity came up. But, exactly. But I don't fault anyone. I mean, it's like I, I see someone driving an $80,000 car down the road. I don't go, what the fuck, man? Right. No, yeah. one, no one should have that car. Exactly. Like, and, so, and here's, here's my, my controversial um, take. So there's this, there's the whole, um, you know, we shouldn't have billionaires and, and, you know, the people shouting, we shouldn't have billionaires because mm-hmm. he, my take on that is, yeah, we should have billionaires. The caveat to that is I don't think there should be a billionaire giving people slave wages. Yes. You know, like the whole Bezos, Amazon thing, mm-hmm. it like 
the fact that he could give every employee a million dollars and still be fine or, yeah. you know, or, or just, you know, hey, here's a Christmas bonus of $50,000 each. He could that he could do that and it would not affect him at, at all or, or his lifestyle. Not really, because he's going to make up all of that in interest. Right. Like it's like. Yeah, you're so, and, and again, I'm not saying in order to be a billionaire, you have to do, you have to give everyone 50, but I'm just, if you give your employees a good life and a good wage, then I'm like, man, yeah. make all of the money you can. Exactly. Um, and you because know, that's even that person, that person that's doing that is also going to be donating to charities right. and helping other people. And, and, and right now the billionaires that do donate to charity, I mean, I would like to think that, you know, uh, some of them do it honestly because they believe in the charity or, mm -hmm. Um, but honestly, I mean, it just, it's our tax write-off. That's all it is. It's a tax write-off. Um, if you see Bill Gates, uh, talk about like the clean water initiative and stuff like that, like I, he's actually, I do think he actually cares about mm -hmm. that. Um, but I think it's, it's just a huge tax write-off. Yeah. Um, what we're doing for, uh, Papa's is with our cast is, is, um, we have a set rate, which mm -hmm. is good. It's comparable to what we were at before. It pretty much right. matches what we were doing before. Um, but we've told everyone we have benchmarks. If we hit 50 tickets sold for the show, everyone gets a $25 bump. Yeah. If we hit 100, everyone gets a $50 bump. Like, because it was a, a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah. And, it, you know, we want, I, I mean, I just, I mean, even here, everyone gets a, a, an equal cut of the show that we do here. Mm -hmm. And, are we all going to retire off of it? No, no, but man, I would, I would love it if, you know, if it could be our full-time job. Yeah. If I could, if this show could pay enough to pay everyone a full-time job, I would fucking love that. Oh, it'd be amazing. Are you kidding me? Um, so but, what, what I'm hearing is, and what everyone out there listening mm -hmm. um, is hearing yeah. is that you're a billionaire. Like yes. you just admitted it, that right. you're a billionaire because you're, you know, this is what you're doing and giving extra. Bonuses. This interview is over. <laughs> um, so what do you think they're going to do with, with the hotel? What are they going to do? Cause that's an expensive, that's an expensive piece of property. And that whole building, I really hope they turn it into something. I mean, the, the I, I think something that I really wanted them to do before was if, if galaxy's edge worked, I wanted them to continue with it. I wanted, I really want a haunted mansion hotel. Ooh. And if, if, if long as you didn't make it quite so immersive, if you were just like, hey, it's themed as yeah. a haunted mansion or, you know, we're going to do spooky stories by the campfire tonight or these some of the characters are going to be roaming around, yeah, you know, $500 a night. Yeah. That's still a lot. That's a lot for a room. But, but this I'll is where do you that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd rather spend $500 a night. Like even if it's even if it just stays Star Wars, like yeah. if it just stays a star as a Star Wars star cruiser, right. you just don't have the interactive. You don't have. You know, all the, the technical stuff, but you have the screens and you yeah. get everything is themed and right. you can come and go as you please, you know. That might, that might actually be a viable option to yeah. them. Um, unless pay, it's for tax reasons, they're like, listen, we got to kind of. Yeah, we got to get rid of it. Have a garage sale. Um, so, but I would, I would totally pay $500 a night because people are paying that plus at like Grand Floridian. Yeah, if you, even, I, I'll even give you $500 a night. It's a two night minimum. Mm -hmm. But the, you're not getting the interactive story elements. You, dinner is not included. Right. Then I'm like, oh, okay. Because so it's a hotel. Yeah, it's a, it's a thousand bucks, and I can take my assistant out for a a weekend. Yeah, I would I would do that. I just got, I just got a second assistant, which is nice. Really? Yeah, I had a lot of work to do. Oh shit! You know? Yeah, good for you. 
Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to pay this one. Well, the other <laughs> one got out. Oh, shit. Yeah. You yeah. put a tracker on them? Yeah, I put the chip. Oh, good. You know? good. That way, if anyone finds them, yeah. you can just scan it. Yeah, I shaved it. I shaved it in her back hair. Oh. It just says, you know, property oh. of. Oh. oh. Well, the back hair? Yeah. Wait, hey, whatever well, you're it's into. too thick in the front. The <laughs> hair in the front is way too thick. They're, they're both they're over just... there shaking their heads. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's see. What time is it? We should we should probably start rack. I I think one I think we've solved Disney's problem. Yes. Um. You know, I they can bring that billion dollars directly to us, mm-hmm. and I will give you a fifty dollar pay bump if I get that billion dollars. Listen, listen. I like the way you're thinking, Disney. If you're listening, or any billionaires out there, if you're mm-hmm. listening, yeah. Um, my cash app is at Ali Flores, A L I F L O R E S, and if you want Mamas to be the next big thing. We'll take your billion dollars and turn it into something amazing. Yes. It might not be a billion dollars, but it could be a billion and fifty. Yes. Um, all right. Uh Ali. Yes. Uh pray tell. What did you learn tonight? I learned a lot of things, but I think the biggest thing that I learned, um, chipping your assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, is it the best idea? Right. Um, they always find their way home. Um, I know where they are, which is kind of good, but a cleanup is a bitch because you got to do it when they're asleep. Yeah. And also yeah. now I will be single tomorrow. All right. Um, <clears throat> she said you're single right now. <laughs> it's all right. I got my car. Um, and I, I learned something tonight, too. I learned that as long as I have a billion dollars... I can give people $50 and not feel too bad about it. Yeah. I'm doing my part. You are doing your part. All right. Oh, hey, Cousin Alan. Hey, look you at wanna, that. You want to say hi? What, what, what did you quick. learn? Oh, I learned that the podcasts sometimes happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're Mama's Comedy Show. We're here every Friday night at 8 p.m. Call 407-363-1985. Uh, Ali, where can people find you? At Comedic Actor on Instagram, at Comedic Actor on TikTok. And Cash App? And, and Cash App, yeah. Hey, Ali Flores, there you go. Uh, Alan, where can people find you? Well, you can find some of my shows on YouTube, which are called History Bluffs. Look for the Fuchsia logo. Fuchsia. Uh, you can find me uh, at Totters on Instagram. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> or just search search for me on uh, Facebook and, you know, send me some, send me some dirty little pictures or yeah. something. And, and don't forget to follow Mama's Comedy Show. Yeah, follow Mama's Comedy Show. We need to pick a winner for that contest yes, from last week. Yes, we do. Week. Damn it. I was going to do that to this week. I was going to. Uh, we'll, we we'll, should do one, a, a selection. We'll every read out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, So uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.